0: Welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This is our 72nd podcast, so well done us for making it this far. I am Alex, and I'm joined by Chris Tilley. Hello. Hello. Uh, Tom Butler. Hello. Martin Robinson. Hello. And Big Stew. Hello. How's it going, everyone? Yeah, Good. 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 Well, that's not... Come on, where's the levels Amazing. Here? Everything Woo! is absolutely... Yeah, cool. man. Well, well oh, I think yeah. the trouble
1: is Martin and Tom are coming down at the moment, aren't they? <laughs> I think that's exactly <laughs> it. So,
0: so listeners, uh, Martin and Tom have just got back from
2: Amsterdam what what were you doing out there apart from smoking the blunts? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, we went to Amsterdam for 20 literally 24 hours to go see guerrilla Games in Amsterdam. Sounds like a script for a movie. So, yeah, 24 hours in in Amsterdam. in
3: yeah. gorillas. Would it have been a good
2: movie? Would it have made a good film? Not
3: really. I, don't, I think it would have been quite yeah the, the bit where we just was in the studio. We've, we've
2: made a mini movie though which yeah. will be going out at some yeah, point. I thought I thought we were talking
1: to-
3: this morning you were talking sex and drugs and rock and roll.
2: It did sound pretty hardcore.
1: Yeah. Would you there like was to enlighten
3: well, our, our listeners? Yeah. There was, there was actually no, there was a little bit of sex, uh, maybe some drugs, perhaps uh, rock and roll. I didn't have my iPod What's on me. Was the sex between you two? No. no. Talk us through. Talk us through
1: the, uh, the the 24 hours then.
2: Well, we went to see Kill Zone 3. Yeah. So let's get, put that to bed. That, Killzone 3 looks good. Yeah, it does right. look we good. Went we to went to Kill Zone 3. No, it, yeah. no. But when we went to their studios, which was amazing.
3: Yeah, there, there is, um, their studio's are on a canal a mansion um, in the centre of Amsterdam. It's incredible. They're moving um, in tomorrow, in fact, yeah. to some new, a new studio, which is just down the road, still on the, on the canal. This but is the, all good, the, um,
2: but tell me about the Ladyboys. <laughs> now, this new studio sounds good. Sorry to did you te- Did too. you talk
3: about the Ladyboys?
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow no like, we'll oh, not good, go good good okay. we're not going go really? to we're not going to really back to
3: the studio cool.
2: uh, yeah they're moving to a new studio when they're having their own motion caption studio they're having their own screening room and all this but more importantly how stuff. can you
3: tell if someone's a man or a woman it's the Adam's apple isn't it when you see when yeah but I believe yeah. you can have it like shaved down these days so no but this, this really? was someone this, wow. is in, this was someone last night who definitely didn't have it shaved down she had a big at Adam's apple didn't she Tom Tom was convinced it was a woman all night long Uh, Yeah, I I think it was a woman. It was the hostess at the restaurant. This is really bad because
2: it's a real person. Uh, We went to a restaurant. Unlikely that she listens to this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, but still, and she 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 welcomes us into the place and blah blah blah, blah, sat us down and sort of later on the night. And Martin went, that's definitely a man. I was like, what? Was she fit?
3: yeah
2: she's (laughs) very attractive but he was like yeah check check out the Adam's apple and then I started looking and thought yeah her hands are quite like a bit bigger than usual but she had the woman figure she had the waist to hip ratio she had bosoms like the whole lot so
0: but did you do the uh, litmus
2: test of cupping just to double check
3: I you should say that
2: oh my god we were de- debating it, but yeah. um, we didn't do it in the
3: end. None of us, none of us had the balls.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <Gee>. yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Crocodile Dundee test. Yeah. Yeah. No, but we didn't do it. But yeah, so we were in Amsterdam for 24 hours, saw Guerrilla Games, played the game. It was fun, interviewed a lot of people from the game.
3: There will be. We are going to have a video up of our trip, so if you ever wondered what people get up to on press trips, don't watch this, because not all press trips are like this, I don't think. <laughs> no, exactly. It was a, it was a, a, a did, peculiar one. Did you venture into the red light district? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. We didn't, but we heard that. <laughs> Do you know, I love <laughs> the way you two yeah. are looking at <laughs> <Yeah>. each other. I <laughs> was so obvious. You just it's, just not we, it's not that we did, but maybe some other people did. What in the party? Yeah, we can't really. really yeah, I can't really we can't say, we can't um, say anything.
4: Um, I just want to say thank you to uh, Sony for us <laughs> and the yeah. games. Talk about shuttles yeah, down.
3: Thanks, Sony. Wow.
4: Was that his/her name, Sony? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for showing us a good time. But we brought back a gift from Amsterdam: some stroopwafels. Stroopwafels.
2: So, does anyone want to try one now? Not good podcast listening, is it? Okay. Uh, So they're caramel-filled waffles, and they are amazing. So they had loads at the. uh, I've had three already today. Yeah. i got the
0: munchies, by any chance?
2: Not quite.
0: So moving on. uh, First up, the 3DS launch lineup has finally been confirmed. Obviously, we knew that Nintendo Dogs and Cats is finally coming. Uh, Well, that's coming in Golden Retriever. French Bulldog and Toy Poodle Jesus Christ I can't believe that what does actually that mean well you get three versions you can either buy the Golden Retriever version the French Bulldog version or the Toy Poodle
4: version oh. what's a French Bulldog look like I don't
2: know Ah, uh, quite yeah Um, they're like, like little grey things I think that look like bulldogs they're, and they have like, like scrunched up faces it's they've got onions around their neck
0: right <laughs> and they run away at any sign of trouble oh, oh. oh they stink oh. And they do handball. <laughs> anyway, 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 yeah. so also. So uh, are, gonna, are we going to mention Mexicans? No. No, no, no we no. won't. All right,
4: I just thought I'd check. Uh,
0: Pilot Wings Resort, which is probably my uh, favourite uh, game out of the lineup. Uh, Super Street Fighter 4 3D Edition. Sims 3, Pro Evo. Lego Star Wars 3 The Clone Wars. Ridge Racer 3D. Super Monkey Ball 3D. Samurai Warriors Chronicles, not 3D. Asphalt 3D. Uh, Ghost Recon Shadow just, Wars.
3: In future, we can just say 3D. generic, generic yeah. Ubisoft <laughs> <laughs> cash-ins is fine. Splinter Cell 3D and Rayman you know. 3D.
0: Yeah, so well, that's more uh, games than I thought because there was initially. Well, the, the big one, is is uh, the
3: announcement of uh, Pilot Wings, which yeah. I didn't I didn't think was going to oh, come oh, on launch cool. day. That's awesome! Awesome news that Pilot Wings is going to be there for it. It's the one. True, like, killer app that's going to be there on launch day because um, previously it was just looking like yeah. It was, uh, Nintendo's. Yeah. Uh, was was Nintendo's new world game coming out for it. Is so. it
0: um, a remake of an old Pilot Wings or is it
3: brand new? All new, new Pilot Wings, first brand new, no, first new Pilot Wings since obviously Pilot Wings 64. That's um, pretty cool. It uses the, uh, some of the assets from uh, Wii Sports Resort. So it's on yeah, the. It's set uh, around the island, is yeah, it? Yes, on the same island. Yeah, it's going to be amazing because Pilot Wings is one of my all-time favorite mm. games. We
2: so saw the demo of it, didn't we? We Just played
4: the
3: demo. Played it was one of the yeah. only
2: playable demos that they had when we saw them last year.
4: It was good. Out of all the out of all the demos we saw and played, I think that was the one that really, really worked well in in, in 3D. More so than Mario Kart. More so than the movies or anything.
3: Yep, um, it's going to be wicked, crazy fresh.
4: So, Martin, obviously, um,
0: you have pre-ordered a 3DS. Yeah. Which of those games will you will you be getting day
3: one? Uh, Pilot Wings. Yep. Uh, Nintendo Dogs and Cats. Which version? I put you
0: down as a toy. I'm
3: in it for the cat bit because you can put a little um, Elvis um, quiff on, on a cat and little glasses on it as well. So you're going to so buy a game just to be able to do that? Yeah. Why don't you just buy a cat and do it?
4: Where is your cat? Don't you have a cat?
3: Uh, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a house cat. Right. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable putting glasses on it.
4: Why not? <laughs> but you would an Elvis quiff. What about
3: <laughs> what about a monocle? Monaco. Well, would you know how difficult it would be to put Monaco? Think about that for a second. Think. Imagine you've got a cat. Yeah. You've got a cat in your head right now. Okay. You've got a monocle in your hands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Try and put the monocle on the cat. What's the cat doing? It's all over the place. <laughs> it's, it's not working, is it? Also, there's it's not, not much out. of a
0: kind of eyebrow hang down on the no. cat no. to pop it in and wedge it You'd in. You'd have I think to use you have
3: sellotape. In Just as soon as you start oh. putting sellotape on cats, it gets really you nasty. You smash the glass but into its eye. What
4: about <laughs> what about Velcro? Velcro would do it. Ah. You could Velcro it to its little its little eyebrow. You're going to have to remove it at
3: some point. Now, Again, I want that cat in your head. Super yeah. it's, got a, it's got a Velcro monocle on it. Yeah, You can try and pull that off. Yeah
4: not
1: a happy looking cat You've got but this All is right? the making yeah. of quite a good video game
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you think <laughs> what, dogs and cats monocle edition yeah. I think so that's for, part of the
3: challenge
4: for, for, for people that have a 3DS but only one eye
3: yeah. that'd be good <laughs> um, Pez also looks really good on the 3DS yep um, I'm the only
4: person excited
2: about Street Fighter
3: because Street, uh, Street Fighter actually looks visually one of the most impressive games of the lineup. But it's just I don't think that uh, the 3DS's controls stand up to a Street Fighter game, right. and I don't, it's not the kind of thing I'd want. Uh, Street Fighter for me is a play at home with my friends experience. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't think any of the 3DS. handheld
0: versions have been that good. The dark horse, the real
3: dark horse of the um, launch lineup, is um, Ghost Recon, um, which not many people care about, but it is in fact being uh, developed by Julian Gollop of XCOM Enemy Unknown fame no oh.
0: uh I don't think I've seen an awful lot about it i like, am a big fan of Ghost recon yep. but, uh um on x three sixty turn
3: based strategy kind of advanced wars esque uh, takes a few cues from xcom as well
0: Oh, um, if it's if it's based on advanced wars or it's it's along that in that vein, it could be very very
3: exciting like uh um unfortunately not a m- lot of many lot of, uh, not a lot of people know about it uh, Ubisoft included because i've asked about it they don't seem to know what it is.
0: So, but anyway, if you uh, if you have pre-ordered a 3DS, at least there's some exciting games in
4: the pipeline. Next
0: up, BAFTA
4: have just uh, announced their game nominations. Yeah, I, I popped down to BAFTA this morning, uh, down at uh, Piccadilly, um, and this is the uh, this is the game award. So the BAFTA game award. Now this is the one that's voted on by members of the public rather than the BAFTA board. And so they've shortlisted ten games which the public. Can then go onto the website and vote for their favourite. And when it's the when it's the, the game bafters, obviously we'll know which one is one. Um, one or two, well, one surprise. I think I'll give you the full list if you want. The Call of Duty Blops, COD Blob's no no surprise there really. Uh, even though I think we're all agreed, it's not a game that made it onto many people's best of lists. Yeah, well, last, I'm, I was actually part of the panel that kind of. Uh, we'll list down to a short list, but I'll talk about that in a second. Mm-hmm. Okay, Dance Central, uh, FIFA 11, Halo Reach, Heavy Rain. Um, once again, some people are surprised at Heavy Rain's inclusion, but because you know, uh, the general consensus is. Looks beautiful. Not really much of a game to play though. Uh, Mass Effect 2, uh, Needs for Speed Hot Pursuit, Red Dead Redemption, Super Mario Galaxy 2, and a real outsider I think is Limbo. was um, yeah. quite surprised to see that on the list. So quite as you, you know, quite a good range of games. It's not all just kind of sport games. It's not just all shoot 'em up games. It's really quite a good a good um, what. Red Dead Redemption's
3: on that list. I thought Red I thought Rockstar weren't putting it forward. Yeah, but so This is the people's choice. Yeah, this, this is the
0: people's okay. choice. Yes. They withdrew uh from entering their game into any of the other awards. I'm not quite sure why. Because Money? GTA
3: four didn't get any awards. Oh, is that right? Yeah, when GTA the year G T A four came out it didn't win any awards and Rockstar are a bit upset about that. So oh, they get so. over it.
4: Yeah, you they ought to really. Yeah. They to really get over it. So, what do you think, guys? I mean, it's not a bad, not a bad selection of games, different platforms on there as well, being quite well represented. Well, like, like Call of Duty, you know, as you say, is like everyone
0: went out and bought it. But you know, I think everyone within this room is very much of the opinion that it's not actually a great game. Um, and I, you know, when I went to the kind of the shortlisting meeting, it certainly wasn't on my top ten. But you know, over half the people in that room still love it and play it to death. And yeah. That's largely because of the multiplayer. Mm. So, you know, I think it's quite a fair list. Um, you know, a couple of omissions maybe, like Gran Turismo 5 is not on there. God of War 3 is
4: not on there. Yeah, God of War 3 surprises surprising. Not so surprised at GT5 though, really, are you?
3: Cause not really, no, it didn't, it didn't deserve yeah. to be on a, on a top ten list like that. I think it's a, it's a really good list. It's, it's really good to see something like Limbo on there. I yeah. uh, need to yeah. see Hot Seat as well. Really good to see that on there as well. Yeah. I'm very pleased by that.
4: I mean, my, my gut feeling is that Cod Blops will probably wa- will
3: walk home with it. It's, it's the people's vote, unfortunately, yeah. Or uh,
4: Red Dead. There's a lot of love for Red Dead. Or Mass Effect,
3: I think. Mass Effect 2's got a really good chance.
4: Uh, so the winner's been announced, uh, when is it? Is it the 16th? or Something, I can't remember. Uh,
0: so it is the, I think it's the 16th of yeah. March is the... Excuse me, the actual awards night, and you That's can, right. you can the web, watch them you can, you live can, on IGN.
4: Yeah, but you can vote for your favourite until 5 p.m. on Monday, the 14th of March. Go yep. over to the BAFTA website, and you can yep. go and do that. Uh, but then also the the
0: other nominations for all the other awards they come out next week, so yep. uh, we can talk about that. In we'll next be down week's for that as well, won't we? Podcast. Uh, also, Tom, you've been chatting to a director who is the the
2: big cheese in ahead of uh, Uncharted. He's a uh, big cheese. Uh, David O. Russell interviewed him for The Fighter, which is out in the cinemas at the moment, and uh, took the opportunity to quiz him on Uncharted. because Obviously, everyone's very excited about news uh, about the Uncharted movie. And obviously, he came out quite a while ago saying that um, it was gonna be, uh, there was going to be a family dynamic, and everyone was sort of up in arms about it, saying yeah. there's no family in Uncharted, mm. blah, blah, blah. And there was other stories after that saying that um, that wasn't necessarily the case. But then when I spoke to him again, he was pretty much word for word. He said um, he said he's almost finished doing the script and he says he'd like to take the family dynamic that he has in The Fighter and put that in terms of a grander stage with a crime family that meets out justice in the world of art and antiquities. If you're the head of a museum or the head of a state, you've got to deal with them and they're badass. They're kind of like the Sopranos in some ways, but they have great taste and they have a sense of justice. Yeah. Which just doesn't sound like Uncharted. No, today.
3: no. Not no. Well, the thing is, I does don't really mean, know, is I it? Does he mean family in a literal sense, or is he just talking about the wider family? Well, I mean, at the, the,
2: the, the centre of the fighter is this whole family thing where it's about him and his brothers and his sisters and his, his, his mum, and it's very, very crucial. I don't think he means it literally. I think but he's just think talking
1: it? about a similar kind of dynamic mm. where that guy's, uh, was it Sully? Yeah. Is like mm. a father yeah. figure to him, yeah. Yeah. more yeah. so in, in the film that he's trying to make than maybe
2: he was in the game. But then he compares them to a, to a crime family, and then mm. like the Sopranos. But is he which- talking about? Nathan Drake and Sully as the crime family or the people I, I wish i pushed him kind of further on that, but yeah. um it's kind I, of a, it's a bit weird the way that he's kind of explained it yeah he did i i i said i do you think you're ever going to be able to please everyone He says you can't please everyone but he he won't make it until unless he can make a great movie yeah. he wants gamers to be happy and he has total respect for the game. he loves playing it, his kid loves playing it, um and he just wants to take that world to another level so his, his best intentions he's got the best intentions at heart, I think still no news on casting or anything. No, I think Mark Wahlberg's probably gonna play.
1: Yeah, it looks like Mark Wahlberg for Nathan Drake and then if he gets his way Robert De Niro for Sully mm. right. and talk with Jerry
2: Pesha Pesha. Well. Yeah, he, he's, okay. he's yeah. Pesci. How
0: good is Mark Wahlberg in, in The Fighter?
2: he's incredible. Is he? Yeah he's so even though idiot. he
0: made you know, Max Payne was an absolute stinker, he has
4: the potential to do a He's a, a, a decent great actor. Role. He's a really good actor in some movies. He's he's really good in Three Kings. He's terrific mm. in that. Yeah. He's good in um, uh, what's The Departed. The Departed, he's, Departed he's yeah, really good. Amazing in, yeah. in that, yeah. He's just made a couple of stinkers, you know. Everybody does it. Yeah. I still like the bloke. Who's the bloke in Firefly? Fillion, Fillion. but it's Fillion. not going to happen. I know, but he's, I mean, he just, he, he would be ideal
2: for it. He would be perfect. Yeah, I don't know. And I asked him if there's going to be any supernatural elements from the game uh, in the movie, and he said, he can not really talk about it, but he says, what, why, why should there be a, be a problem with the film being supernatural, so right. I think it will will have something in there, is like it? like indie does, I guess. Right. I'm okay. Sure. Has it been
0: confirmed that it's definitely based on Drake's Fortune, or is it just based on the a, Uncharted universe? As far
2: as I know, it's currently titled Uncharted Drake's Fortune. Right. Okay. But whether but it's going to be a whether it follows the the, the kind movie, of yeah. the
0: film, uh, sorry, the game, yeah, uh, specifically, or whether it's just you know, kind of literally, you know, by name. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. I think you know, it should be a decent movie. I mean, he's
2: a great director, so yeah, I think we can trust him to do yeah what he needs to. Yeah,
0: uh, Chris, you've got some more
1: movie news. Yeah, there's there's rumours going around Hollywood that um, a screenwriter called Shane Black is going to script Iron Man three.
4: Ah, Shane Black. He he did um, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he did. He did. He he's um, famous for Lethal Weapon movies.
2: Did and all
1: the lethal ones? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know if he did the last one. But, um, and he also did the long kiss goodnight, and I think he did the last Boy Scout.
4: And Last Action Hero. Anything with the word last in it, he's, he's responsible <laughs> yeah. for. So, he, it, so he's, he's pretty good then. I mean, his track record's not bad. I mean, the, if, uh, if you like big, dumb action movie, he, he's your man to go for. Last Action yeah, Hero Yeah, but he's, he's not directed. Yeah, he, didn't, he didn't
1: direct any of those apart from Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. So I don't know. I, I think it's good news if he ends up writing it, but if he directs it, I don't know, it's a bit of a unknown quantity, really, because yeah. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang wasn't uh, an action film and
4: was a massive flop, so... It's a shame, though, because I think it's a I love movie that movie. Yeah, really it's good. So much.
1: Uh, but they're saying that there's other filmmakers under consideration, so I guess this is just the first name that's leaked out.
4: Well, so. I mean, are they looking at kind of changing the direction of Iron Man 3, then if he's not really known for being a big action director, the uh, and the problem with Iron Man 2 was that it was it was too noisy, too loud, and there wasn't really enough kind of character development, maybe they're going to try and smart it up a bit, make it more like the first one than the second one. Just a thought.
1: Maybe. I think he is known for action, though, really. I, I think his hits have been action movies. Yeah, but not, not directorial, if you see what I mean. I can't see them turning Iron Man into a, a drama, though. I no. think it's going to have to be action heavy
4: bigger I think the
2: stuff about the, fir- the first film that, that yeah. I loved the most was the humour and the wisecracking from Tony yeah. Stark and yeah. I think he'll be able to nail that mm-hmm. really yeah. well so I think that's a really exciting choice if they do go with it and they do have a ten- tendency to go a bit left field on the directors so I think mm. it, it, could, it could happen
1: yeah we'll see that's a good point um, the other story I had was a music one do you care about video game scores I care do you so do you like the sound of Clip Mansell Scoring Mass Effect 3. It is exciting, yeah.
4: Is it Mansell? Yeah, Mansell, isn't it?
3: Mansell, it's Nigel. Nigel Mansell. No, I thought it was Mansell with, uh, with Clint. Clint. You've Clint's met him, case. Chris?
4: Yep. So I didn't it ask
3: him what it, how <laughs> to pronounce his last name. God damn it. We were both
1: a bit pissed, and I said, alright, Clint. Brilliant. So, <laughs> yeah, no, apparently, um, yeah, he's going to do that. I, if you don't know his, his work, he was in the the <laughs> 80s band Pop Will Eat Itself.
4: If you don't yep. know his work, just listen to any trailer released in yep. the last 10 years and you'll hear a piece of music that he wrote for Requiem for a Dream. Or the ah, X Factor. Do, do you remember? Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: But just take it back. Well, do you remember Pop Will Eat Itself, Alex?
0: Uh, I remember some bloke who I used to work with loving them. That was 90s, not 80s. 90s, okay. Yeah. But I must admit, I couldn't name a single track that they've done.
1: No. Stuart, can you name any of their songs? I was more a Ned's Atomic Dustbin kind of mm. guy. I prefer Carter, The Unstoppable Sex Machine. Wow. I once interviewed Fruit Bat. Did, did you? you? Yeah. No. It's a story for another time. But yeah, no, his, his, uh, his previous <laughs> When scores, our readers have completely switched <laughs> off. <laughs> Maybe not. Right. Big Carter fans. Yeah. Um, yeah, his scores were Requiem for a Dream, as Stuart mentioned. Uh, the Fountain, he did. Uh, Black Swan. He did. So he's done all of Aronofsky's uh, movies. And uh, the quote he said is, as I was saying about Public Enemy and reworking old hip-hop tunes for Requiem and kind of reworking old ballet tunes for Black Swan, with something like Mass Effect, you're more, than li- you're more like a DJ with all these elements. You've got the holding pattern then the big explosion where you need the score to kick in. Then you need to take it off on a tangent. You've got all these different elements that change depending on what the player does. You have to figure out an overall symphony but be able to break it down into component parts. You can bring the pain when required.
3: I think it could be quite interesting We could, yeah. but uh, Richard Jacks did the um, soundtracks to previous Mass Effects
2: Right, I really enjoy it I'm really yeah. enjoying the, the, sound effect, uh, the soundtrack on Mass Effects yeah.
3: yeah. it um, it
2: yeah. it it's very sound Yeah, but it works I like the idea of a cinematic uh, guy doing
0: uh, games because who's the guy that did Metal Gear was it Harry Gregson Williams yeah. and he did a brilliant job of Metal Gear 4 it's a really good soundtrack so you know I think this has got the potential to have you ever bought
3: a game score I haven't bought it I've acquired it shall we say
2: I had the uh, Tetris single.
3: But when, yeah. I, when that I came had, out. I had the Sonic when when Mario did a single in the early '90s. Sonic did it less known. a lesser known. Bastards of Funk. That was a weird Mario. period of time, wasn't it? When all these <laughs> rave tunes of game, video yeah, games. So came Sonic up, yeah, Sonic had a lesser known one, um, which was I thought was shit hot.
2: Wasn't Andrew Lloyd Webber something to do with the Tetris single? Really? Yeah, hmm. I seem to think so. Or was yeah. it Tim Rice? <laughs> he wrote the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see it. Here's some lyrics for
1: Tetris. I think yes. that would be, be good. Uh, the other thing that happened over the weekend was the Super Bowl which has turned into m- the movie bowl, really, considering all the trailers. I think there were 18 trailers that played during the Super Bowl this year. That's because it lasts about 16 hours. <laughs> <laughs> which we obviously don't get screened over here, but they all hit hit the web as soon as they've, they've screened on the telly. So I think all of us watched them. What did you think of, what was your favourite, Tom? My favourite, clear favourite, was the
2: Transformers trailer. Why was that? Because it had nice sounds in it. <laughs> it. had amazing, amazing noises in it. Like, it's this year's Inception, Scout <laughs> trailer. The, 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 how that one had the big wah in it. This one has like a <laughs> in it, and it's brilliant. is that what you look for in a good
1: trailer? <laughs> yeah, basically. Wah. But wah. Was, wasn't it still essentially just a mess of robots fighting in a big street? But what is wrong with that tale? Well transformers, transformers 2, 2 yeah. yeah, exactly. And <laughs> that's what's some of the first it. one because I c- can't understand what's going on ever. Yeah.
0: yeah, that that was my problem the first one. You know,
1: the kind of city battle at the end. It's like, oh my god, there's I just mean, too much. Optimus Prime around. did have a sword in the trailer, so it was he was kind of yeah cutting stuff up. So I I could see that, but the rest of it was just
2: I just it got me massively excited for it, and uh, I didn't think I'd ever get excited about Transformers three, but that trailer did did it for me definitely. Wow, I
1: was more excited about the stuff on the moon. That's got me intrigued. Yeah. What are you, Martin? Did you, you like the Adjustment Bureau, didn't Yes, you? the
3: Adjustment Bureau is the one that I'm most looking forward to.
1: So, Martin
0: Robinson. What? You're so painfully alternative. It's a Ariel. bloody
3: film. It's a sci-fi film with Matt Damon in it. You can't <laughs> get... It. It's fairly fucking mainstream. For anyway, you, pricks. Okay. Uh, it's an adaptation of a P.K. Dix uh, short story. Um, the Adjustment Team um, uh, stars Emily Blunt, although apparently it's not actually that much of a sci-fi, more like a romantic story. But it should be interesting. I like Emily Blunt. Mm. Ooh. You're
0: a bit edgy today. Why is that? Yeah, well,
3: he's in Mr. Pricklepants. Yeah, exactly. Don't know.
0: What did you get up to in Amsterdam? Eh?
3: It's also got a kind of a cool Mad Men vibe to it as well. Um, nice. The Adjustment Bureau. It's got that kind of uh, 50s or uh, 60s uh, vibe to it. Um, men in trolbies running around the shop. Hmm. Alex Stew, so, did you see good. any
1: trailers
4: that you like the look of? No. Nope. I think my name's Alex. He said Alex Stew. Oh,
3: did he? All oh, right. All right. You
4: what
1: didn't you like any. Up? You didn't like any of them.
4: I just didn't see them. Okay. I've, I well, was out this morning. I didn't
1: it's, it's get not
0: it's not a movie trailer, but I like the Volkswagen Darth Vader trailer. I, love
1: no, it. I thought it
3: was I actually, love it. I thought it was I really good.
0: Like, I cannot stand the C3PO R2D2 stuff for PC World over here, but I actually thought it was a good use of the um,
1: LucasArts license. I just don't like them using stuff that I love to sell me things. But I thought it was done in a Star really Wars. funny way. Yeah, unless it's Star yeah. Wars things. Lucas would never try and sell you things, would he? Uh, do you know what? If, the
0: next, or if they ever do another Star Wars film, this is as good as that advert, I'll be happy. I'd be
2: amazed. They, they had the kid on uh, some show in the the States after it had aired because obviously everyone was quite interested in the kid because yeah. he didn't take his helmet off. Yeah. And uh, he took his helmet off. He looks just like Jake Lloyd in Phantom really? Menace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> scary. Wow. Poor Jake Lloyd. Yeah. Oh, fat fat brood, fat fat brood, Jade, <laughs> exactly. Jake Lloyd. That is.
0: Oh,
1: my God. I remember seeing that clip on YouTube. It's not good.
2: <laughs> Where is Very it? Depressing? What about you, Chris? What was your favourite?
1: Um, I like Battle Los Angeles. Yeah. I'm quite excited by that now. Yeah. Um, and I th- I'm still really intrigued by Super Eight. I like the way they're not really, still not giving much information out. Mm. But um, yeah, I think that's going to be an interesting one.
2: It just didn't grab me like the Cloverfield trailer did. It just didn't seem to be. It Just looked like a TV movie. I thought.
3: Yeah. I looked. It had that. I thought it had that whole um, ET vibe to it. Spielberg, yeah, the ambling. What, uh, what was the music from it? It
1: was the music from Cocoon. Has <laughs> <laughs> it got to be a good thing? Yeah. And uh, I quite like Rango. Rango made me laugh. That's the uh, awesome. animated movie with um, Johnny Depp yeah. in it. I thought that was quite like the funniest of the trailers. So, Yes,
2: we will see. There Thank you, you for that, guys. No love for Captain America.
1: Oh, yeah. And I liked skinny Captain America. Yeah. That was quite cool. CGI, Chris Evans. Right. Big okay.
0: fan. If you haven't seen the uh, the trailers, you should go check them out. Last piece of news is about a new Call of
2: Duty studio. Mm. Well, it's kind of um, seeking into the main story, really, isn't it? Yeah. Segwaying. Um,
3: Sorry, segwaying. I saw, I saw a woman in a segway. On, didn't, didn't we? We
2: did, yeah, yeah. in the airport. Yeah. <laughs> oh really? Um, yeah. yeah. That's so the funny
3: rabbits dancing around
0: and stuff like that as well. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: He's not saying no. No. Um, so uh, there was obviously a shitstorm last night sent um, around Activision. One of the. Um, I would say, not positives, one of the constructive things that came out of it was um, there's a new Call of Duty studio uh, coming about called Beachhead, who are going to be set to focus on digital content for the Call of Duty franchise. Um, I don't think that means downloadable content, it's just they're going to create a portal which is going to be quite similar in some ways to Halo Waypoint, which is going to bring together all the Call of Duty experiences. The details are quite
0: airy-fairy, aren't they?
3: Yeah. Um, So yeah, that's now five studios working on Call of Duty. That's ridiculous. At the moment, Infinity Ward, Treyarch, Raven, Sledgehammer, and now Beachhead. Jesus. Um, Obviously, that's an approach that worked really well with the Guitar Hero franchise.
0: (laughs) Um, Sorry, just on the Call of Duty point there. Do you think that that could potentially mean that they're going to do a Battlefield play for free style thing for Call of Duty? Could potentially mean that. That's what I kind of read a little bit into.
3: Perhaps. I think it could be more... Yeah. No, no, that's a potential, but I'm not sure if that's going to be something which would fit with what Activision's business plan for mm. Call of Duty. I don't think they'd do but, that. Kind but of
0: play- Bobby Kotek has mentioned already something about like a, a
3: persistent world Call of Duty, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So I guess it just be, it'd be like an XP system or something. You can take your prestige thing and then you can carry it on from yeah. Black Ops and take it with you to Modern Warfare Three, right? Okay. And then into the whatever new one it is, and then if yeah, it will be a the MMO experience that people are expecting. That, that mm. would. Um, Yep, as I said, exciting, that worked really, really well with Guitar Hero when they got everyone working on that and they did something like 28 games in 14 months or whatever, something ridiculous. Um, so, that uh, is dead. I think it was the
0: other
4: way around. I think it was 14,
3: 14 games, games in 28 months. months. Yeah, but sorry. still, it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah.
4: Um, so, what do we derive from this that like Bobby Kotek loves war and hates music? No, I just think he's just a... Just, just not...
3: Uh, yeah, It's just a bit evil, really. I think he's
0: just a ruthless businessman. Yeah. I think that's what it is.
3: It's like he will but it's absolutely... Isn't gonna, flog whatever he
0: can to death and then when it's served its purpose he'll kill it off and you know look elsewhere.
4: Cuz i mean you know the, the the whole guitar hero thing it was a case of just far too much. Quality control went down the toilet yeah, as well, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. If they, they this this could have been an amazing ongoing cash cow for them if they hadn't just kind of raped it in the last couple of years so so heavily as they did. Because I think it's you look at the way that uh,
0: rock band did it, and rather than like continue releasing new games, they were just expanding the song set so You can download whatever songs yeah. you did, and I think that was a nice way of doing it. Whereas Activision just literally. But
3: then again, that was a cracking idea. Of and what happened to Harmonix? No, were, no, 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 It was only eighteen months ago they were one of the hottest properties in yeah. the world. Um, and when the Beatles came out, and it was like this is a, a new era for video games. They've been yeah. taken seriously by the mainstream. Yeah. And then. They bought themselves for fifty dollars. I think that's back,
0: probably partly, you know, gu- guitar hero is probably partly to blame for that. It was just saturation. It's like, geez, if rock band existed on its own, I'm sure it wouldn't have been in that uh, situation. But people having the music genre th- shoved down their throat is like, you know, I just don't care anymore.
3: One of the, uh, on a local on a local scale, one of the biggest casualties, unfortunately, is um, freestyle games, who are still running in some capacity, right? Um, but DJ Hero is now dead as well. Right.
2: So Activision have, have, have announced that they're stopping making Guitar Hero there'll and no, other music games.
3: Yeah, no, there'll be no uh, none of those hero games uh, this year. They say it's, I think I'm not sure how loose the wording is in it, um, but there's definitely none this year. No Tony Hawk games this year. I think you're reading that. They're, it's they're, they're to- for Tony
2: Hawk. So I understand is on a, on a deal, so they have. To, is that why they've not stopped doing them? Because they have some sort of agreement with Tony
3: Hawk. I'm not sure, but I think you're right. There was a deal. In, I think yeah, there is a deal in place. I don't know. The so that's why they haven't said that's
2: finished because surely that has to finish now as well.
3: The if they're so, cutting yeah. back
2: on the properties that aren't mm. working.
3: Uh, another casualty as well is True Crime Hong Kong. A, um, in all honesty, fairly mediocre looking open world game, which is now non- no longer. Pretty now.
0: much, you know it, that must have been what 80, 90 percent complete. I would have thought they've been working on yeah. that for a long time.
3: Mm. But all it right. doesn't leave. If you look at the this, the depressing thing is that you look through um. The press release, which accompanied the um, the news yesterday, and the only two games mentioned in it is uh, Call of Duty and World of Warcraft. And that's it. They're just a two-game studio, or two-franchise studio.
4: No more Daily Thompson's Decathlon. No. So, freestyle games,
2: we don't know what's going to happen with them. It's looking a bit ropey. Yeah. Yeah. The problem
0: is with with DJ Hero is that I think critically, it was reviewed really, really well, but just no one bought it. No. It's Again, an it was
3: incredible game. It's way really, too really expensive,
0: good. and the fact if you can pick, you can pick it up in H and for like no money now. So you yeah, know, if you haven't, then definitely do that. Although it's a bit late for freestyle games. It's a shame because
4: you know we obviously we work quite closely with freestyle for the uh, first DJ Hero and DJ Hero Two, and there's yeah. such a really top bunch of guys in, in the studios. It's such a shame that it's a shame when you get a really good set of people that are broken up and then they all have to go off and do their own things afterwards. Whereas like I was saying to Martin it's like are
2: they set up to be able to do anything else and chances are not it's really. quite a niche thing that yeah. they were doing it's not like they can go and make uh, a first person shooter or yeah but you, so you said
0: that you know, it's a two game studio but obviously they've also got Bungie
3: yeah Bungie Bungie's game won't be coming out this year I imagine Um, we'll be hearing more about it. They're they're betting everything on the Bungie project.
0: Mm. And Blizzard as well, obviously. Blizzard,
3: again, won't be releasing any games this year, which means I guess we won't be seeing Diablo 3, but um, there'll be Diablo 3 and a new StarCraft next year.
0: Are they doing another StarCraft
4: that soon?
3: Well, StarCraft 2 is uh, the first of the trilogy, so this Uh is the Terran part of it. You'll get the next campaign next year. Right.
4: Here's, here's a thought, though. If you, you know, you've, I mean, obviously there are so many peripherals out there, like the DJ consoles out there, and yeah. the, the, you know, all the all the rock bands that are, uh, guitar heroes turning out there, skateboard. Well. There's nothing to stop. There's nothing to stop somebody like Freestyle saying, "Okay, well, we'll we'll bring out a game to work with that with DLC on on DLC that will work with these with mm-hmm. these uh, with these items." There's nothing to stop them doing that, and maybe that's maybe that's where the future will lay. But they can't self-distribute, can they? It's
3: yeah, the Activision's had to stop them doing it. Mm. Um, yeah, and obviously they've already shut down Bazaar, because that's already happened.
0: Yeah, but but with so, Are Harmonics actually still publishing music
3: games, or is that they're independent now? Right, I'm not sure what the, what where their future is, but again, they they a, had again they had massive layoffs this week.
0: Weird to go from you know too many music games to
2: none mm. <laughs> and overnight. It's just you know it's crazy. It just seems like the the video games go through trends much quicker than yeah. say other sort of media because you don't have that with film, do you, Chris? Where someone will flog something to death, and I, I suppose things like westerns, maybe they just stop making them because they genres, you mean? Kind yeah, of just different genres. Yeah, they seem to have a much longer long long longev- yeah. longevity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But then you're oh. not... Then it have got nothing. You've got nothing. Okay. Things
4: like music games, you don't really... You know, if you've got Kinect now, you can you could have Air, Air Guitar Hero. <laughs> with with, you with music, you
3: have, have <laughs> genres that become popular and then kind I of I guess slide so, away. yeah,
2: and, dro- and drop off, yeah. But it seems to be a very quick turnover with games. Yeah,
3: Yeah, and they get well, they get oversaturated so quickly as well, which is something I think is happening with first-person shooters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the bottom's going to fall out as dramatically as it has with the music market as it did with the skateboard games as well. But we're definitely getting... To the point where people are getting fatigued to them when you've got um, a game like Killzone 3 come out, which is like by most measures a better game than Killzone 2. Yeah, yeah. it's Metacritic's much lower because yeah. of everyone's just bored. Do the you think people are just fa-
4: a lot of people that played the music games, I guess, were casual gamers and yeah. they're. Finding different ways of getting their fix now with iPhone and things like that. Mm. They're finding different ways of playing casually that doesn't involve them having to set up a shitload of peripherals in their living room.
2: Also, how many games do casual buy, uh, Casual gamers buy. I know my brother has a PlayStation Two and he's got old guitar heroes and he yeah. will literally just play those. But I think I think that's exactly it. It's like once you've got one, you
0: don't need another fifteen of them no. or whatever. It's like okay, you know, I've got what I need. Uh, and you normally make that first choice because there's a handful of songs. I think, like, the last guitar here had, like, 80 songs. It's like, that's enough, quite frankly. Yep. Even if you only play 15 of them, it's like, you know, it's
2: a party game, isn't it? Yeah. So w- what would it take to get to tipping point for first-person shoots? do you think? Uh,
3: I would say um, if you've got as one company with five studios working on the same franchise, yeah. I think that's going to... Bring it close to tipping point, at least for Call of Duty.
0: I, I think that's going to be really interesting to see what happens to that franchise that's over be the next kind of couple of years. More than one release a year, and yeah. I think
3: it, I think it's got another maybe two big years left in it. And then I can't see it going much on beyond that. It,
0: it, yeah, if, if if it follows the same route as the Qatar Heroes, which you know all the indicators are pointing that is, people will get tired of that very quickly. And and if Activision is that kind of harsh uh, in terms of its business with the way it's been with the hero games, then
4: who knows? Maybe their eggs will be in another basket in two years' time. So, mm. We'll see. It's very this, sad. At this yeah. point, I must just say to the listeners, apologies for this serious games analysis. If we'll be back to knob jokes <laughs> in just a few minutes, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure we will. But anyway,
0: speaking of games that aren't coming out, speaking of games that are coming out, oh, Martin, oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Martin, what is coming out next week?
3: Uh, Marvel versus Capcom 3. That's kind of exciting. It is exciting. Um You like you like punching things? I do like punching things, but um not Superheroes. Yeah not superheroes. Oh. I've never really got into Marvel vs Capcom games. I love Street Fighter, um and I love fighting games as a rule. Marvel vs Capcom's just never never really got me going.
2: It looks like a pretty insane game, right? <laughs> You know what it reminds me of when I watch it is that that episode in The Simpsons where they just get a pure sugar Slurpee yeah, and uh, yeah. him and Millhouse and their eyes just start going. Whoo! <laughs> that's what it looks like it to me
0: insane, when you yeah. watch it. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm, I'm like you, Martin. Is that I think it looks amazing to watch, but I've never actually played it that much. But it's got so much in it. So many characters. Thirty nine characters. Yeah.
3: Um, from just from all reaches of the Marvel and Capcom universe. Yeah. And it it does look fantastic as well. It's just for me the fighting just doesn't. Just, it just doesn't push my buttons in the same way. It's a, a kind of a pared down um, fighter, which is very accessible. Mm. But it's just a bit too much for me. I think I'm just getting a bit old. Oh That's what it is. <laughs> too many bright colours flashing yeah. in front of your eyes.
0: That was yesterday. <laughs> that was yesterday. Hey! Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what about movies? Which movies coming out in the next week? Movies, we've got um, Paul, the Simon Pegnick Frost alien mm. comedy, um, which bizarrely is coming out on Monday. That is a bit weird. Um, Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's been, I've been told that it's because it's Valentine's Day, but really the film has nothing to do with romance or anything right. like that. So very strange. Does it have a bromance? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I'm, I'm writing my review at the moment. It'll be live on the site by the time we post this podcast. And it really, the more I think about it, the more it does continue the space. Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz. Um, I don't. I'm not going to use the word bromance because I hate that word. Dynamic. But it's um, it's it's brotherly love thing going on there um, but it's, it's just not as well done as it has been in the previous incarnations Is that because they're missing Edgar Wright do you think? Well Edgar writes them with Simon or he wrote the movies with Simon and this is Nick and Simon writing yeah. it together so um, yeah I think possibly, it's alright but it just feels like, and also they've done it to death So yeah, And um, who's directing it? A guy called Greg Matola who did Superbad mm-hmm. um, so the action's a little bit flat in the movie and the big problem I had is that Seth Rogen's voicing the alien and I right. like Seth Rogen, but it's just you never for a second think it's an alien. Yeah, it's yeah, always Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah. voicing He's got an such alien. Such a distinctive voice. Yeah. yeah. So although the character's funny and has some really great liners, one-liners, it didn't really feel like a yeah a fully fleshed-out character to me. But the okay. film's still quite funny.
2: Oh. I, I, ha- I, I heard it was a with, like, studio decision to cast Seth Rogen rather than that they wanted someone like a neurotic, like Woody Allen type figure for the alien, and they got Seth Rogen instead. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'd, I'd not heard that. I mean,
1: the, the, the alien in the movie is a real stoner. Right. And he likes to party and drink and stuff. And so that kind of fits in with his, oh. but maybe but whether whether or not it changed. But I guess, yeah, in America, Seth Rogen's the, the name that would go above the title.
2: Yeah.
1: But yeah, the movie's okay. It's worth a look. I'm but interested to see it. It doesn't sound much like a date movie, though. It's like, no. Oh, it's what
3: should
0: not. we do on Valentine's Day, darling? Let's come see this it's the not. It's not full of oh, romance. Shit name. It is
1: He's a bad name. Um, the other films coming out are Big Mama's House Three. <laughs>
0: oh, We're surely be... that's straight to DVD.
1: <laughs> You'd think, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah. Well, a, well, this
3: is after the dark second in middle instalment, which is like Big Mama's House Two was the Empire Strikes Back. It really in the was. was. <laughs> and this is this is bringing it back to the to the good times.
1: This is yeah the conclusion of the trilogy. Um, and do you want to say what the last film is coming out next week? The big one,
2: Justin Bieber, Never Say Never. Never Say Never, guys.
1: We, has any, anyone in here got Bieber, Bieber fever?
4: No. I'm a believer. <laughs> Are you a oh, yes. believer? <laughs> there's a picture of him on. on uh, there's a poster on the underground every morning when I come in, and it, it just looks like a little girl. He just well, looks like a little girl. Just a, lesbian. Like a little prick. <laughs> has anyone been on the site lesbians that look like Justin Bieber?
1: Yeah. It's incredible.
0: Yeah. It is. Is that the actual URL?
1: Yeah, I think it is. It's something like I that. I think if, right. even if you search for, yeah. and it's girls putting up their own pictures. Right. It's not in a cruel way. They're proud to look like Bieber.
2: Right.
0: Madness. I, I'm proud
2: to look like Bieber.
1: Listen to
0: feedback. But, but, but why, sorry, why is it called Never Say Never? I thought that was a James Bondy type name.
1: Yeah. I well, maybe that's, a, you know, Bieber for Bond. I think it's all about <laughs> aspirational Imagine. and that you've, you know, don't give up with your dream. You can make it. Oh, God. It's just sickening, isn't it? Who wants some feedback? Let's have listen
0: to feedback. Yeah, I've yeah, got some feedback. More serious things than, than Bieber feedback.
3: Aaron Jordan Taylor um, writes in uh, saying Pete was a fantastic addition to the show and much improved it. Uh, and that was in part of due to him reminding Aaron of uh, Ross Noble, the fantastic <laughs> Northern comedian Ross that's Noble. Nice. Uh, mm. And that's not just because his accent, it's also because he's slightly obscure ramblings and comments. Mm. Pete was very good he was, he was very good
2: yeah and we had to plug the gap because all you lot were splitters yeah. so Pete did a very Didn't good job Stuff Tom.
3: Aaron also asks um, suggests that we uh, encourage Pete to be a permanent addition and I think we're going to try and get him back again aren't we
2: we'll get yeah. him back yeah I don't know how we can get him to come in and do a podcast when we don't pay him anything but
3: no. we can throw know. Pete same. maybe, in maybe pay the pay listeners
2: anything. could send him money for Pete yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll, we'll pass it on won't we we'll do a pay for yeah. Pete campaign
2: so, also last week, um, we were talking about something, I don't know why, and we talked talk about Super Mario,
3: <laughs> who was
2: a Mario, but a Maori. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, we've had two bits of art sent in. One from Denny Bryant. Oh, that's good. Which wow. shows Mario with Maori face paint, yep, and then yep. one a bit more obscure, which is Gary <laughs> Cousins, <laughs> and he's got Super Mario. It looks like Wario, more like to me, but...
3: Yeah,
0: I would say,
2: I'd say the,
0: the first one, which is they've taken the existing piece of Mario artwork, that looks pretty good the other one just
2: looks like um uh, something from a stalker <laughs> i'll put i'll put these on the <laughs> podcast story so that everyone can see them and uh yeah
1: belting though i think we'll they're like good though i'd like to put much. them up somewhere we, we like
2: listener art yeah. we do like listener art so yeah we'll put them up on the
4: uh the story i accidentally set uh, set uh set something a mini competition last week with a quote from a film i didn't mean to do it oh it's, i it knew just it happened. did you listen to it yeah. yeah what did you do the quote again uh... Yeah, no, I know,
1: but I can remember now. Oh, I that's Do you want me to say it, or have you got someone... I've got a
4: couple of people that, that, that think they've got it right. Um, the excellently impersonated quote from podcast number 71 was Eddie Murphy in Trading Places. That's from uh, that's what I O. Said. Maynard, East in East Sussex. And uh, Richard, I think it's Bethune Wright, Bethune Wright, uh, said, uh, <laughs> I love the way he writes this, the quote that was stated... Was from trading places. <laughs> the quote wow. that was stated. But I, I was disappointed that. that no one in the room. I yeah. know, I can believe I mean, it. It was a quote. You don't
1: uh, remember it. It was the bit, well, it was just basically about him yeah. being, when he was on his knees and he was pretending to be legless.
4: You seem poor game, best, honey. You and me, we can make it work. That.
1: Yeah. Didn't like that. Again. But <laughs> it had some context in the fact that you were it talking is. about people. That's what, how I got it, because it was just about people with no legs. Legs weren't working. That's yeah. right, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I've got <laughs> an email from placing. an email from Marlon Slack who says
2: uh, any of you seen This Is England 86 if so what did you think I think we've discussed it on podcast we well do, he's yeah. like he's in Australia and he uh hasn't had it on TV but I think he he says he's
0: a big fan of the movie and was wondering if the TV series was as bad as my gut instinct tells me uh, not going to get it in Australia for ages so any insight would be appreciated it's brilliant yeah, yeah I
2: I really it's really liked fantastic it. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, S- this is um, England, 1988. Is coming this Christmas. Yeah, Christmas special. Is it? But I mean, yeah.
1: if, if it, it does start off like the first hour or so, it's kind of silly and comedy. And if you were expecting more drama, you'd be a bit taken aback. But then it does level out and become even darker and blacker than the original movie.
2: But it's yeah, and but it does redeem itself. In, in it's just an amazing TV series. My favourite last year. I have some listener feedback. Good from stuff. A young gentleman called
1: Luke Frolic which is an awesome name. Uh, I won't read it all, but he says, I have a story about testicles or a burnt <laughs> arsehole. Let me know which one of you or the readers would like to hear more of and I'll forward on the next email to the podcast. Oh My I, I think we, burnt, we, burnt
3: did we do a vote on for that in the podcast story? So yeah, a burnt arsehole
0: or, or just testicles or is something that happens to testicles? Yeah. Well, burnt arsehole, he's obviously trying to light his farts, wasn't
3: he? Well, I think
4: that, we yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: when, it, when, it, when it sucks back up. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, we'll have, put you done, a, have you done that? No, I know somebody can do it. I, 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 I thought he never <laughs> you can know do it. About. It's on his CV. <laughs> no, no. I was just trying to think I can didn't, not I did not everyone things. do it, but not everyone has done it. I've never, I, I've never even really tried. Right. But, um, but the, I remember this guy, this guy did it. He used to work at car track as well, so he used to combine the oils in his overalls and he used to just wow. eject eject the gases from his bottom, and then that would also force off some oils from the uh, overalls. That must have looked impressive. It was very, very good. <laughs>
4: did
0: he do it through his overalls or did he pull his overalls down?
3: Uh, what's
4: the etiquette I don't know well I don't think you'd do it with your trousers down, would you because you'd you'd burn your hairs well I think that's maybe what the story (laughs) is (laughs) (laughs) burnt arsehole (laughs) maybe maybe you didn't know the the etiquette
3: there was also fireproof arseholes as well which also helped oh that's good if you want to do it in a want to light your fart in a responsible and safe way
1: (laughs) health and safety (laughs) (laughs) so who, who, who wants burnt arsehole yeah. Um.
4: <laughs> well, I'd, I'd rather, I think I'll have the trifle actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not <laughs> something I'd ever want to see on a menu. Yeah. Wants, so that's me and e for testicles. <laughs> well, d- I, if he was a
0: bit more descriptive about the testicles, so obviously Burnt assholes is very descriptive, but <laughs> testicles, everyone's got those. You know, how good's the story? I maybe, don't know. Maybe a uh,
2: synopsis. Send us some synopsis in and then we'll figure it out. I I think some synopsis. Yes, yeah, some, some synopsis. synopsis size. size. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't find the whole light and farts thing funny, so I'm saying testicles, but... All right, yeah, give us more information, you find testicles funny. And uh, he also put a PS, which you've highlighted, although I don't really want to say out loud. Go on. Okay, it says, PS, Dan, if you want to be viewed by the public as cool, as in Duke Nukem, you'll show up on the podcast instead of appearing on the street or TV as a twat that the public hasn't heard of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> So, I think that's totally unnecessary. That's a bit harsh. Um, he says... <laughs> and then he goes on to say barely anyone you've interviewed has heard of you sorry but the truth hurts i still love you dan ah uh, thanks for that luke <laughs> i think it basically, I pass on to dan and I think, then he can I think get he's in just touch.
0: smarting because he wants him on the podcast a bit more
3: i was going to say thank you all but don't call no, him a twat after last week we don't want him back i have got some uh feedback from richard McLaughlin. Mark- um, <laughs> who's got an awesome idea for a name he's going to a... love hearing his name like that <laughs> maybe that's, <laughs> that's how it's pronounced do you want to say it, I'd love it if that's how there's a few little clicks and whistles in there wasn't <laughs> <laughs> there <it?
4: laughs> he just said it back come on Mike t- one more time Richard McLaughlin I think is right. how, is, okay. is, is how, how his friend's dressing I prefer the first way <laughs>
3: um, he's got an awesome idea for a name instead of knocking boots um, why don't we call it bumping uglies
2: so yeah Dan was saying we should do a knocking boots tile podcast yeah. I'm against the idea personally. I'm against the idea as well yeah I like it you like the idea of that.
4: That's because you're the only one of us who's had sex, Chris. <laughs> and that was only once.
1: Yeah, <laughs> a long time and ago. And that was with your hand.
0: Um, but if you need any hand <laughs> masturbation uh, advice, Christely is your
1: man. Yep, I'm an expert, <laughs> a sex expert.
4: Oh, does he have any
3: questions? Uh, he does. Also um, says that Dan, after checking out that guy's penis in the gym, and now commenting on good-looking guys, a pattern is beginning to emerge. <laughs> again yeah, not really fair he's not here to defend what, himself what did he
1: say it was called bumping uglies bumping yeah. uglies if no, we did one, no he must have heard that
2: phrase yeah exactly oh, yeah, no, yeah, I like the knocking shop if we were going to do it I think we should call it the knocking I call shop I quite like the knocking shop yeah.
1: brushing
3: pubes <laughs> brushing pubes <Ooh. laughs> Tom likes They're it tickling yeah. curtains no no one brushes <laughs> their pubes <laughs> <laughs> no one what? brushes their pubes or trims them I do remember you know, reading I, listening I, to Tommy Boyce. I've got to trim my pubes
4: otherwise they just fucking go everywhere do you not trim your pubes I, I,
3: I, Yeah, I, I do now, yeah. Do you? Yeah. I don't think you do. I think you're saying because you're embarrassed that you don't. I <laughs> do. Do you use your beard trimmer? <laughs> no, I use my teeth. Uh. Do you really? What, trim my pubes? Yeah. That's quite a common thing people do, isn't it?
1: I don't. I've done it a couple of times. If I'm going on a super hot date,
3: yeah, but
4: there's, but, but the whole yeah, but point the of it is
0: it's supposed to make you look bigger. It's like, well, if you're fairly small in the first
1: place, which it's not. Obvious. It's just supposed
0: to just to, to yeah. Con- if you don't want a big forest object, down yeah. there, I, d- yeah. I wouldn't say I'm out of control, I, I am. You <laughs> right, are, Alex. Say. You are. Are you? Yeah. Right. Sometimes <laughs> when I look
1: over the desk, <laughs> yeah, I can see <laughs> him escaping, sticking
0: out the top of my jumper. <laughs> That's what Martin's beard is. It's uh, cubes. So, yeah. Well, Tom, you're the only person not to have answered this question. Do you trim? Yeah, of course, you do. Yeah. Oh, you I feel to. I feel in the minority. Yeah. Wow. Mm.
3: Where, where do you do? Where do you do it? I go hair by fairies actually. I do I do it there. Thirteen quid. Have <laughs> <I do> it <laughs> <bit> styled. Yeah. <laughs> by fairy. Yeah. I did go Tony and Guy and everything, but they just kept giving it highlights and doing weird stuff with it. <laughs> American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I get mine done there. at, at Deben
1: Hair.
2: <laughs> right. It's funny if you see written that one. There's a hairdresser in Sheffield
3: called Curl Up and Die, D Y E. Brighton's got uh, Brighton Bleach, oh, which like is, that. Uh, mm, is a very good one.
2: So I've got some more feedback. A few people <laughs> wanting, do demand that we do a Knocking Boots podcast, B F S. He says, do one. It'd be a, a highly entertaining and extremely classy. Don't they would. D- It'd I actually be extremely classy. What do yeah. you think? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, but, Lee, but this
4: is no... We'll, we'll do one, but people have got to f- send in their sexual questions. Yeah. and po- yeah. problems. Okay,
2: well, I'm getting on to that. Uh, oh, okay. Lee Kelly also says, please do a knocking boot style podcast. He thinks that Stuart is a young hef waiting to unleash his advice. Young, Not that young. A young hoff. Um, <laughs> and then finally, Jack Sitch writes in. He tells us about some Australian pies, which sound amazing. Steak, cheese, bacon, pie. And the other one is uh, the Ned Kelly, which is steak, cheese, bacon and egg. Fuck yeah. yeah. We sound good. Oh. But he would like to know, have you any of you done a long distance relationship? If so, how did it go? Currently in the situation myself, and I'm in the UK while my girlfriend is in the Philippines. Gee, that is a properly long distance relationship. I haven't so, done a
1: yeah, not that far. I've always broken up when it's come to having to do long distance because I don't fancy it. Yeah, it's too much. You can't maintain mm. yeah. a yeah, decent relationship. This, this
3: isn't very encouraging news, is it? Some people uh, can make it work. In my experience, it, it never does. But um, in your personal experience, does, does, is personal yeah, does experience, anyone
0: yeah. here know of anyone uh, that's had a successful long distance relationship?
2: No. Yeah, no. I
1: think
2: so. I mean, uh, I I can say that maybe from town to town, maybe two hours away. I've had a girlfriend there for, like, months, but it's it's just too but much. That, but that didn't... Yeah, well, but the again, same here. Like, yeah. um, but so all, my point is, like if it's always the Philippines, it's quite far. It is, really. Yeah. So, sorry, Jack. That's probably... <laughs> doomed. Doomed, but you're it's all over. Uh,
4: but, Called yeah... Um, how, hang on, how long has she gone to the
2: Philippines for? What does it doesn't say. He so said they both met in the UK. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they also lived together when they were in the UK. Mm-hmm. So, right. well, good luck.
3: Yeah, good luck. Uh, I was going to say, yeah. I would say, bin her
2: off sh- and find somebody better. Oh, to, yeah. <laughs> this is why we shouldn't do and we would knock. No, How we should, cause cause this this is, is, this is, qualified is, to right. give anyone advice? This is my point. Like,
0: but I, I think the whole point of Knocking Boots is none of them are qualified.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, well, Ryan Miller's Ryan, not a Ryan, sex therapist. Ryan Keeley was when she came into the office. Who's that? She's a porn star who assisted with Knocking Boots. I'll uh, okay. do one if
2: we can get a porn star in. I'm just putting it out there.
4: Okay.
1: Okay. A male porn star? <laughs> yes. Who do you want? Omar? <laughs> or uh, what's he called? Do you know,
2: when I was working in um, in Nottingham, he came in to buy a house once. Nice. And my I didn't know who this guy did was. Did you do him? No, but my guy, the you guy next to him was like... That's Omar, and I was like, I don't know what he's I talking about. No he he what was. He was. I no idea what he's talking about. Don't anyway. recognize his face. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God.
0: So that's it for the listener feedback. If you uh, if you want to drop us a line with your or sex questions or about anything else to do with video games or movies, you can do.
2: IGNUKfeedback at IGN.com, or you can reach us on Twitter. Twitter.com forward slash Team uk, And Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash UK. Nice,
4: <laughs> Tom you said that with such feeling uh, I thought <laughs> someone else was going to say it then
0: <laughs> just before we finish this week's podcast Tom uh, you've got some details of Game Changer which has come to
2: its close yeah seeing as Kilby's not here to do his corporate plug Game Changer has now <laughs> finished the first round has uh, winners have been announced so it's gone through to the next phase yeah so we've shortlisted it down to six presenters and six writers um, yeah if you want to see who's got through, head over to gamechanger.ign.com where you'll be able to see the winning presenters' videos. Yep. The winners, well, the people that went through are Cameron, Hannah, Jim, Kent, Lucy, and Lydia. And then you can read the written entries as well. Yeah. Uh, Adam, Craig, Ewan, Kieran, Lee, and Mark. Uh, and those guys have been set another challenge, so they'll be working on
0: the next little uh, bunch of uh, things. That I think that the next thing they need to do is present something on the future of entertainment, which can be as broad as whether it's 3D or whether they think the future of entertainment is themselves. So it should be interesting. Broad topics, see what they come back with. So uh, listeners, yeah, you should check it out on that website. Um, but that's pretty much it for this week's IGN UK podcast. Uh, please give us a thumbs up on iTunes if you like what you hear. If not, well, don't leave any bad stuff because you don't like that. Uh, like <laughs> you like bad stuff? Yeah. I like the bad uh, stuff. Well, send bad stuff to Chris and Martin, but not don't leave it on iTunes. Yeah, no, don't send a shit in a box or anything. Not that kind of bad stuff.
4: Like that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: surprised you didn't pick burning assholes. But anyway, on that note, thanks very much for uh, listening, and we will see you same time next week. Thank bye you. Bye. bye. bye.